Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, the only feminist scrapbooking show on the planet, where we discuss the amazing ways that people are documenting their lives today. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of Habit, brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project community. Download our free app at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash app. Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. Today, we have Allie Edwards back on the show. We're going to talk about Star Wars and Week in the Life. Perfect. Those are two, those are two really good topics. I have been so excited for this conversation that I honestly don't even remember what else happened today. The sun happened today, and I was really happy about that. That sounds really good. For those of you who might not know Allie Edwards, can you just briefly tell people a little bit about you? Yeah, let's see. The briefest version is that I started scrapbooking in 2002, and I love it with everything that I am, and I still do it. I love it. <laughs> how about that? How about, how about yeah, I still do it? Yeah, yeah. You're a Pacific Northwesterner. Yeah, I live in Oregon. I am a graphic designer by degree, along with my American history degree that I, well, American history and literature and political science, which I still feel like is relevant for just living in daily life. Yes. Blended family, lots of older kids now, 13 to 20, really embracing this season of having these older kids loving that i have a company called ally edwards design inc we make scrapbooking products to support storytelling that's perfect first i am so excited to hear all about your epic star wars adventure with simon so simon is 20 and picture a very lanky very tall like you know six two six three 20-year-old kid who has loved Star Wars since he was very small, like had early access to watch the movies. And I loved the movies when I was a kid. He was diagnosed with autism when he was two and a half. And he, I heard him reference himself this past week just as uh, neurodiverse. So that seems to definitely be, he is identifying that way, which is great. And use that to talk about himself when he was advocating for himself, which was really good. And so he loves Star Wars more than life itself, probably, you know, like it is is his main one of his main things. He reads all the books, knows all the canon, knows all the side stories, knows all the characters. And I'm not exaggerating like he literally. Yeah, that's his universe. That's his universe. And so he graduated from high school in 2020, which was an unfortunate year to graduate. Obviously, lots of unfortunate things happening in uh, 2020. But this uh, going to Star Wars Celebration, which is like the giant Star Wars convention, was his graduation gift. And so we weren't able to go, obviously, in 2020. Didn't happen in 2021. And then it finally happened just last weekend here in 2022. I keep saying epic because there's just literally not a word that is big enough for what this experience was like. I don't know how many people have like gotten to talk to you about what you posted on social media, but multiple people were having side conversations about it. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't really talked to anybody. (laughs) I have a text message group with my friends and it had to be, I don't know, maybe end of day one, middle of day two. Somebody was like, so are you you following along with what's going on? (laughs) I jumped in and I was like, yeah, and... I've been showing Jeff all about it and I don't, I don't ever burden him with like, <laughs> and here's what's going on in scrapbook social media. Yeah, I totally get it. But I was like, oh my God, so here's what's going on. Allie, Allie's going to this event and it's so cool. And, and I showed him the video where Simon was talking about everyone that was there. Yeah. Like your excitement bled into, you could see how excited you were for how excited he was. Yeah. And that made so everyone so excited. Yeah. And then all my other friends were like, oh, yeah, and we're telling our husbands, too. Yeah. I don't even, like, I can't even comprehend some of that, the piece. I mean, it was really fun. Like, I haven't been posting very much on Instagram, right? Like, you know, it's been a lot more reserved than in previous years. But for some reason, 
I just felt like sharing this, you know, what was happening to us. And I was like, I'm just going to keep talking. And so I kept talking <laughs> and yeah. I feel that to such a core yeah. because again, I have been not on Instagram as much lately either because a lot of hard, I mean, and I think that was part of, you know, with last week too, right. This is the, the aftermath of a horrible, horrific school shooting and you know, for me, it was kind of nice because I would just was like in escapist mode, right? Like I'll fully own that. I was in escapist mode because we were in Anaheim and we were doing this thing. And this thing that we were doing, this Star Wars convention was like uh, all of my energy and all of my like life force was going yes. into just being there uh, at this thing. Yeah. It. So before I left, like I, I had... I went on there before I left and I, and I had said some things about people being lonely. Like I had gone on Instagram and said stuff about people being lonely and, you know, helping people find their people. And, and that was a big part of going into this for me was looking for an opportunity to show Simon how many more people there are in the world, right? How many more people there are that might be his people versus the people that just live in our own community and so that was a big part about it besides just that i knew that he was gonna you know really really enjoy just star wars everything right it was four days of star wars only star wars only talking about star wars and in one of my videos i said something to the effect of like we we talk about star wars every single day like there is not a day that goes by in our household between Simon and I that he does not tell me some story about Star Wars, a, a character, a new book, you know, some other, a meme. So this was a full immersion in in that. And we had planned out, like I said, you know, like I, it was a it was a present trip. So I was I was definitely in the like what let's do all the things that we can do. So let's every photo op you want to do all these, but we're going to do every photo op that we can do, you know, we're yep. Sign up for that one, whatever, whichever ones you want. And we did some autographs and just the, the, the photo ops are so fast. Like you go in there and then they push you out. Like there's like handler people in there, which I can't imagine being a celebrity to that uh, level where you do photo ops and you stand there for like three hours and it's just person after person after person. Um, but that was amazing. So being in there was amazing. Walking around the booths was amazing, you know, for him to be able to, um, you know, just see different, different aspects of Star Wars in, in, in different ways. They have these big panels where you can go and listen to people talk. We ended up getting to see the premiere of the Obi-Wan show, like, which that was all like, some of it was just serendipity, right? Like it, it was, yeah, it really was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. <laughs> It was very, very, very cool to watch in real time. Like, I've been talking lately with some people in the Awesome Ladies Project community about how, as a scrapbooker, whenever we're telling our stories, we're always behind. And one of the things that I thought you did so well, and it's because you have this gift for storytelling. You just really do. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> you really do. You did this fantastic job of just documenting the important moments yeah using using ig stories to be like this is what's happening like this is what's going on yeah i think that's really interesting because i have been thinking i don't know if we talked if you know i talked about this before but thinking about video quite a bit you know and and the differences between video and the traditional forms of memory keeping that you know i embark on most of the time and i'm not somebody that's taken a ton of video over the years like that wasn't just not, you know, I was always I'm taking still pictures, right? I'm like, I love still pictures so much, blah, blah, blah. I don't need all the other, like, I don't need 500 million other files that I have to try to deal with. But in terms of thinking about telling a story, like within stories, right? Where I was, I was, I was consciously thinking about like, okay, I'm going to do some shots, you know, that are him walking. Right. And I can tell part of the story because he walks in front of me, which is how he walks. Right. He's always like, you know, a couple, however many feet ahead. And he was very excited and it like showed his excitement in how he was walking combined with, you know, having inviting him to talk a few times. And he actually, at this point in his life, 
I've invited him to talk more um, and share more, but he's, he is, I would say very self-conscious about his speech uh, and how that sounds right now. And so I'm trying to kind of working through some of those things, but um, you know, wanting, wanting to let him tell some of his own story, you know, in the moment, like, what are the things that you've seen today that were, you, you know, your most favorite things, you know, before I left, I like made this whole little mini book where blah, blah, I'm going to take this, like, it, I didn't put anything in it the whole time, obviously, because I was very focused on, are we going to make it to the next thing? We have to be in line for the next thing we have. This is going to happen at this time. You know, how are you still feeling, Simon? Here's some water, here's some snacks, here's some, you know, like, that part of it was a really big part of the whole thing. Yeah. And it's so interesting to be able to kind of like, because you have the ability to quote unquote, do storytelling down, you don't have to worry about, well, how am I going to do storytelling? You filled a bit, like there was a hole, like you're walking from one place to another yeah. place. You're stopped for a, you know, break for five minutes. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, here are the storytelling moments. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the different things. Yeah. Yeah. And it was in this situation too. And if any, these, we, these are all saved. So if you want to go on my Instagram account, if you haven't seen this, you can go in there and you can watch, I saved him as a highlight. Uh, but one of the, one of the biggest parts about the whole thing and the thing that Simon really wanted to do was he wanted to be knighted as a Jedi. And so this is, this is not like, I don't, I don't actually know that anybody else has ever has asked for this, but I don't know. I don't really know. Cause all I know is what Simon tells me, right. It's, and then this is, you know, he had these four lines, like Chris encouraged him. He's been talking about this for a while. So Chris encouraged him to like type up and have it in his phone. What these four lines are that someone could potentially say. And in Simon's mind, it needs to be an actor, right. That has played a Jedi in one of the movies. This was his, this was the prerequisite for who this person could be. And so before we left, I'm like, Simon, you know, this, this, we, I really need to manage expectations. Like this may not happen. This is, feels like it's a really big ask. I, I know that this is like your, your dream thing. And this will make you feel like you are a part of Star Wars more officially. Like I get all of that. If it doesn't happen, you know, we let's have contingency plans, right? This is a lot of just managing of expectations. And so throughout my life as a parent to Simon, this is what I've done, right? Is managing expectations for all kids too, but even more specifically for him, um, wanting things to be okay, but also like needing to, you know, and he, his ability to handle stuff is, is significantly, uh, better than it was when it was younger too, just via time. Anyway, so we found a person who we asked, um, an actor who I'm not naming and I didn't name them because we're respecting this actor's privacy for going above and beyond. But it was somebody that we got, got a picture with, got an autograph with them and asked them a couple times. And the person at first was uncomfortable and uh, hesitant, which for all reasons that I understood, um, especially the fact there's tons of people there and everybody's watching everything. So if somebody sees something special going on, then everybody wants to have this thing. Anyway, so that was part of the story that I was telling in the stories was like, this is what we're trying to do. And at the point where I felt like this other person might not happen, that's when I went on there and I'm like, okay, this is Simon, this is what he wants. If anybody knows anybody that could make this happen, you know, even not today, but just make this happen eventually. But that original, the original person ended up doing it with kindness and a ridiculous amount of grace. And just, it was, it was awesome. They went behind the little screen they had set up. And I was like, yes, I don't need video. I don't need whatever, like just, just needs to happen for him. So it did. And then it was like giant celebration and the sigh of relief and all of the, you know, so there you go. That's my longer star. It was, it was, I can't imagine not going this now. That's where I'm at now. Like I got to go to everyone. It was very, 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 very cool. I remember going to a zoom like, and being like, oh my God, do you guys see Simon, Simon got knighted? <laughs> it was, was like the best thing. Amazing. It was so amazing. You know, one thing I would say too about one of the things that I really loved about going to this, you know, it's, just, it's like a convention. I'm just going to call it a convention is, and I think you would love this too, is that they have 
there's so many different people involved in the Star Wars universe now, right? So on, we would be sitting there for a panel, like we went to one panel that was about Wookiees. So if you ever watched Star Wars, that's Chewbacca. He's the big hairy creature as a Wookiee. And so the one panel that we went to had um, a guy that's an author that writes Star Wars books, books that are within the canon of Star Wars, which means that they are like approved pieces of the story, right? And they have a whole like group of people who protects the Star Wars story. I mean, it's just fascinating. So you got the guy that's the author, you know, who is creating content. And then you have two men that played, um, one of them is played Chewbacca or a Wookiee. One of them is Chris Anton, which is in the um, uh, Book of Boba Fett, right? That So he's like a, a newer Wookiee. And so then that you get the conversation between the people that are in the movies, the people that wrote and directed the movies, and then the, the authors that are writing stories that maybe eventually will be turned into movies. But the melding of all of those different stories and the way they approach it was so fascinating. I was like, it was, I thought it was the coolest thing to listen to all of those different things come together. I, yeah, that would be. Yeah, we could just talk about Star Wars the entire time. It was, it was epic. Epic is the word for it. It was amazing. And I think it will uh, um, lift Simon for a while, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just so awesome. Yeah. It was so cool. Oh my God. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. If you have not, yeah. If you haven't seen any of the, any of the Star Wars adventures, go watch the highlight because it's just so, it's the best thing. So Weekend the Life is coming up. It is. Are you ready? I don't know if I'm ever ready. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. I, uh, I'm i going to be using one of the 8x10 albums. Nice. 10x8 albums. Yeah. 10x8. Me too. One of the reasons I'm really excited about the 10x8 albums is big photos. Yeah. I love big photos. Did you do Did you do December Daily last year? I can't remember. Did you do? Not, not well. Okay. Not well. And I didn't do it with the 10 by 8 album. Okay. Yeah, I, that's that's why I was asking. I mean, I did 10 by 8 and I loved it. It was fun. I don't feel like I need to do it for every project, but I definitely liked it. Well, I got really jealous of everyone and their big photos. <laughs> well, And there's so many things that you can do with the big photos. Yeah. It can be, like, it can be a, like, not to get negative early, but it can be a cop out and be like, Look, it's a big photo. Here's a very easy way to tell a story. It can also be a really, really, really fun way to enlarge a tiny portion. Yes, 100%. Now, I don't think of it as a cop-out at all. I mean, I when I look back through the Week in the Life projects that I've done, like the first one that I ever did, which was for like for a CKU event, so Creating Keepsakes magazine back, this was like in 2005, and so, oh yeah. So I did, this was the class that I taught there. Like I needed an album project. And so this was what I came up with because these were the kinds of stories that I liked telling. And at that point in time, it was in a, I can't even think of the name. It was like a box album and it had divided pages in it, but they were black. This is like before divided page protectors, right? Like before, before Project Life, before everybody was using that kind of stuff. And so that one, the, the first ones that I did were all like lots and lots of four by six pictures. But as time goes by and as I've shifted, you know, I did eight and a half by 11 for a while. And then I did six by eight. And in six by eight, I almost, well, in eight and a half by 11 too, I always had photo enlargements because I really like those in there. And I like doing ones that are not, that are like pictures that maybe other people wouldn't pick. <laughs> You know, like, like, like random pictures, ran, you know, random everyday life pictures that are not perfect, that are just very representative of what our life looks like. Those are often the ones in this project in particular that I like to make bigger. One of the things that I was thinking about earlier was this is a project that you've been doing for a very long time. Yeah. And one of... One of the interviews you did recently, you mentioned something about how you're the type of scrapbooker who has projects that are sustained projects. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Versus innovative, versus innovating. I'm a sustainer yes. versus an innovator. Yes, so you're a sustainer. So can you talk about how 
how do you allow yourself to let it change from year to year? That's a good question. I think, I think for me, sustainer doesn't mean that it has to be done the same way every time, right? It's it's sustaining or the, the word sustainer for, I think when I originally said that is more of a thing of repetition, right? That once I, once I establish a project that I like for whatever reason, then I will do it over and over and over again. And that for me is part of the beauty of memory keeping, right? Is to being able to go back and see the same project generally repeated over the passage of time so that I can see what things are different and what things are the same and and blah, blah, blah. And I don't really care that it's not like, I don't have to make it look exactly the same from year to year. If I wanted to do that, I could get a photo book, right? I could do a photo book and I could have it. It would be very specific and very the same. So for me, it's always been the project comes first, the project in terms of words and photos, right? So I'm starting on June 20th, I'm gonna pick up my camera and I'm going to intentionally take a lot more pictures than I have been taking. I'd say in the last few years, like I will be taking more photos with the intent of capturing what our general real life looks like right now, real life in quotations, right? Like our just regular life stuff. And so I don't really, I I don't feel at all like it has to be perfect or that I'm trying to make it perfect, especially after doing it was like 17 times. I think I've done, that's like 17 years, right? If I started in 2005, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of week in the life projects, which most of these ones too have been focused primarily on words and photos, right? Like this is the one that is the less, like the least crafty out of all of them, at least the way that I've been doing it over the years. Um, but I don't know yet. I'm looking over at my album because I kind of set it up a little bit already. And so I was trying to see what did I put in there? Cause I like to have a little bit of some stuff to follow. Like I like to set up a little bit of a formula or a little bit of a foundation so that I'm not just, you know, reaching for every single thing, but that I can take the photos and I can jot some things down during the week. I don't know. Perfectionism. I just am like, I just, I don't feel like that. I don't, I don't feel like, I also don't feel like I have to make it super innovative every year either. Right. Like I don't look at it and go, okay, I got to do it different this year because I've done it the same way for however many years. I'm more just like, all right, what am I going to capture this time? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that is, that approach is what makes something actually sustainable. Right. If you're just out there to do it, you're going to get it done. Yeah. You kind of leave all the other BS aside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, I think this, this project takes a lot, you know, every project takes some amount of effort, but this one, I'm always very tired by the end of this one. Just yes. You're nodding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, I'm just tired. Like I'll be tired of documenting by the end. I'll be like, okay, I'm so I'm over this, but you know, a couple more days you can do it. yeah, I always feel that there's like, I have a slump yep. on like Thursday, Friday, yep. and then yep. Saturday and Sunday. It's like, okay, no, you know, my Saturday and Sunday is usually a little bit different. Same. So, yep. so I get back into the, it's more interesting. Yep. Yeah. And I think, so some of the things that I've done over the years, like I think earlier on, I took a lot more pictures of food. Um, I took a lot more pictures of, of just kind of everything throughout the day. And I don't do that as much anymore. Now, I mean, especially after doing it this many times, I have a general sense for the kind of pictures that I would like to have, right? I would like to have pictures of people interacting with other people. I will absolutely take pictures of people in their room. Like what's their kind of evening thing looking like? Or, you know, for one of our boys that spends most of his time in his room, I'll literally like walk in the room and be like, can I take a picture of your room? This is the one and only picture I'm going to take this year, you know, for this project. And like, that's enough to just have at least have this one picture of them. But I just don't, I don't allow myself to feel a ton of pressure about it. I'm just like, I'm going to capture what I capture, but I'm still working on it. Right. It's not like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this project. And then I forget about it on Monday morning. Like that doesn't happen to me. Right. It's, it's, 
I'm going to do it and I'm going to embark on it and we'll see what I get this time. Yeah, you're on the journey. Yes. And you're going to get to your destination. Yep. It doesn't really matter how you get to your destination. No, and if you took one photo on Wednesday and that's all because you ended up having a crazy ass day, then you have one photo on Wednesday and that's great. Yeah, that's, that's why you blow it up. Even if you set up a formula for yourself, like even if you have all these things that you're you're anticipating in the beginning that, you, you know, ways that you want to do it, you don't have to bag the whole thing just because you only get one photo on Wednesday. Like, that's just not. That's life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have albums on my shelf, like my 2019 album, like just has journaling cards on Thursday. I'm like giving you the, I'm giving you the okay sign. <laughs> It was such a weird day that, like, I even took my Thursday three on a Friday. Like, yeah, we really like to plan life and life does not like for us to plan it sometimes. I agree. I think one, I mean, 100% for me, like when I, I'm going to do some videos next week, I think that, or I'm going to work on them next week that I'm going to put on YouTube that it's like some tip week in the life tips sort of thing. And I'll probably share then like what my how I'm setting up my album, you know, yeah. in terms of what my initial thoughts are. And I am somebody that likes to have some constraints. Like I like to have some creative constraints because I thrive in that space. And yes. for me, that means like picking out a few of the cards. Like I know they're like, there's a Monday facts and feelings card. I'm going to do that every day. That's a really easy thing to, you know, here's a, a, a entry point to a story. Right. There's also like the big long 10 by eight cards that have morning, afternoon and evening. I'll probably do a gratitude thing on there, something like that. Right. And those are really the main, those two journal cards. Plus like there's a four by six one that has the day of the week on it. And I want to put some little two by two things in there, but that's going to be like my main those are the main things that I really want to do every day. Every day I want to write down some facts and feelings. And every day I want to write something down in that morning, afternoon, and evening. And then whatever else I end up doing will be extra. Yes. Right? Like, will I, be... like having those lenses. Yes. Make it so much less overwhelming. Yeah. And even because... just having one. Yeah. One or you can have more that, you know, just it. Yeah. Yes. It, I think so. Right. Because like, you were saying you wind up with one photo on Wednesday. No big deal. Yeah. You still have your facts. You still have your feelings. You still know what happened in the morning and the afternoon. The okay. Evening. I got a question for you. This is making me think of something. Do you think that in your experience with people in your life, do you think that after living through what we've lived through the last few years, do you think people are, are more likely to be willing and able to let shit go like that or do you think that people are holding on tighter like even in creativity right like even in even in memory keeping where in the past lots of people have been like oh if i didn't do it exactly right then i'm out yeah i think people are figuring out well perfectionism didn't work yeah like and that it just doesn't matter <laughs> like like right yeah so much can be 80 percent is okay in yes. so many cases yes that it's still, it's still great. Yep. Also, 80% is so much better than 0%. Yep. Stop throwing away things that are 80%. Yeah. Stop not sharing things with your friends because they're only 80%. Yeah. And I feel like we all had, before the pandemic, we all had, like, circles of friends that we were, were not, we all had, like, things between 80, 75% and 85% and 90% done. Like, like stacks of them. Yeah. Yeah. And we weren't telling anyone about them. Yeah. And we weren't working on them because they were just, you know. It's because not... that last 30%, man. <laughs> it's brutal. It is. Brutal. And then we realized, oh, okay, you know what? Actually, maybe we don't need to go to five stores every day. And you know what? It's okay if we didn't take a picture of everything, you know, five pictures every hour or yeah. whatever. Yeah. We still have everything we need. Yeah. And I think it's that key, like everything we need. Yeah. I think that's going to lead me into a really good question that I wanted to ask. Is like, good. what makes this fun for you? 
after almost two decades of doing this project, designing all of the products for it. Luckily, there's like a good amount of space between designing the product and working on it because that, yes. What makes me happy? The photos. Like the photos still make me happy. Like going in, like I definitely am like, okay, so now I, I you know, I got this on my calendar. I know it takes, it's going to take up a couple weeks at least, right? So some of it's like stuff in the beginning and then the actual like documenting week and then the putting it together in the end. So it's definitely a time investment. I think for me, because I'm not scrapbooking as regularly as I did in the past, in terms of like, I'm not doing project life, right? Where I'm not having like these monthly look back things. This project becomes more important to me because it is going to give me that kind of deep dive into our everyday life uh, that I got before by doing, you know, a year of project life or whatever, you know, and had lots of different thing pieces of joy that I got out of that. But now that I'm not doing that as much for a variety of reasons, I think that working on this project, like these ones that I have in these years where I'm not doing project life are going to be even more special. So that brings me joy because I like having, I love ha- being able to look at a week like I love going back in the old ones and, you know, it's not just one day, right? So one day can be an outlier, but when you're doing seven days, you're capturing more of the, the everyday life sorts of things. Right. And I know you were probably kind of like me, like I work at home. I don't, you know, I don't have to go very many places. Now my kids are older. They, many of them drive. You know, like, so a lot of it is here at my house, which I really like. And I've never felt, you know, I know sometimes people are like, my life is boring. I don't do anything. And I'm like, well, I kind of do the same shit every day. And I really actually kind of love it. So I'm just going to (laughs) celebrate, celebrate that I, you know, the, 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 the pieces that I do every single day. Right. And the things that I do over and over again. This is exactly what I say. My life is boring. I don't go anywhere. The most exciting thing that I do is make food when Jeff doesn't make food. Like you, now that it's warm out, yeah. the most exciting thing is the plants. That's going outside. It's big time. <laughs> I totally... Right, now, now that the weather is not Horrible. evil. Yeah. Again, let's... I feel like this is something that we can agree on. Scrapbooking is not a competition about whose week is the best week. No. never never has been like it's just I feel like that's such a that's just an old way of thinking right we don't think that way anymore that is an old way of thinking like we celebrate how everybody does things and not everybody does things in a nine to five you know two parent household man and wife like Right. And like that, I think is a very, that's, that's where that mentality is kind of rooted in is like, oh, well, my life doesn't look like the picket fence 2.5 children lifestyle. So I shouldn't be doing this project. Yeah. And we're like, you're the ones who should be doing this project because we want to see you know we right yeah I sit in front of my computer for like 10 hours a day right now and like it's fine because I have like beautiful windows that I open up the curtains and all the animals just like jump on my deck yeah my life is you know comparatively to like everyone else who does you know kids are out of school now so you're going to the zoo and you got the park and you know every hour has a different activity it's about how you're looking at your own life, right? And it's about being a witness to your own life. What is what is what is your daily routine like? You know, what what do you do and do you like it? And if you don't like it, maybe there's something that you can do to change it. Like this is not, you know, and I think that's part of probably for some people that this project forces them to look at pieces of their life that they don't like right or they don't you know that are hard or sad or whatever you know i mean all of the all of the adjectives that that could be right and that there have been times for me where i was like i don't i don't like this story that i'm living right now but it's never been i still want to document it i still want to document it probably because i know that it changes right and that it is different and that 
I am not the same person that I was last year. Mm-hmm. I am and I'm not, right? I'm both. Yeah. There was one week in the life. I th- I'm pretty sure it was 2013. It was September. And it was September. It started September 9th. And I was living at home. The town that I grew up in, the town that my parents live in. I used to be able to see the Twin Towers from my bedroom. Mm. Mm. So, like, it was before I had, it was before I moved out here and found my neurologist. So my headaches were really bad. And it's a, it's a hard week to be home. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was living in an apartment back home. I had to make a decision on how I wanted to document that week. Because I was feeling like garbage. I didn't know where the words were going to come from. Mm-hmm. So I just did photos that week with timestamps on the bottom and I printed out everything in black and white and bound it immediately. Mm. It's still one of my favorite books and not having that friction of having to deal with the story too many times. Yep, totally. That being said, some of the other weeks where things have been like, and then we had a dinner party. Here's like the little place settings for everybody. Yep. There's just so many tiny little joys that you can put into an album. It's a gift you can give yourself. Yeah, I totally think so. Well, and I also love in you recounting that story, the idea that I, this is what, like, I feel like this is what I keep wanting to say all the time to people right now is that you, you know, that you get to choose how you experience this project, right? Like if this year in your life right now, doing only photos is what is going to make you the happiest or what feels like you feel like that's what you want to do. That's what you should do. If you just want to write word, you know, like if, if it feels like it's too big of a project, maybe you just do one picture a day and some words each day, you know, like the, the people getting caught up in that it's supposed to look, you know, kind of saying the same thing which I said before, but that it's supposed to look a certain way, right? Or that it's supposed just because this, just because this is the products that we're offering, or just because this is the way that I've done it for the last five years, you know, it, that doesn't mean that it's the only way for it to be done. And especially for, I think, many people in our community who by now are. Like they are lifelong memory keepers, right? They're going to be doing memory keeping in one way or another. So what, who cares if you miss a, you know, if you miss a year or one year, you do it a little bit different or the next year you do it, you know, in a notebook instead, or you change the, like leaving space for that, I think within our community and encouraging each other to make it work for you, I think is the direction I want everyone to head in. Right? Right. Because... We don't ever want anyone to get so burnt out that they are burnt out completely. Right. I think I mentioned this in the roundtable last week. The absence of a story is still a story. 1000%. Yeah. When things become hard, it's okay to take a step back. And that goes for, you know, all things. Yeah. Whatever, Whatever type of memory keeping you're doing, whatever type of storytelling you're doing, storytelling evolves yeah yes it's a living thing it's a living thing and like that it's impossible for your storytelling to stay static because the tools that you're using are evolving and the tools that we're using now 10 years ago we weren't using our i mean five or six years ago we weren't using we weren't using our phones to take the majority of our pictures yeah my phone takes better pictures My, my ipad yeah it's crazy. so bananas i know yeah and the fact that we can you know carry around the little cameras yeah. in our pockets yeah and take pictures wherever we want and that just gets better and better and better means our ability to tell stories like you were just saying with video yeah it expands the way that we can tell our stories yeah our scrapbooks just aren't going to be the same even if we wanted them to be that's just also not how manufacturing works yeah well, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. And like, so if you want the same album for the next 30 years, like, I hope you bought, you know, crates of yeah. that album because, yeah. and enough page protectors. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's where it's like, when you start thinking about the stuff more than the story, right. Then when you're getting focused on all of the other pieces of the process, which happens to everybody, you know, everybody. Yes, it does. Well, and then I think that's where you're the sustainability. Yeah. Because then, right. You're focusing on the sustainability of the product and not your ability to sustain being a storyteller. Right. We all need to add rest into our calendar as storytellers, no matter what medium we're telling stories in. Yeah. Whether it's scrapbooking, whether it's telling stories on social media, which can be exhausting in its own right. Yeah. If you let yourself get to burnout, that's just going to snap back at you. And yeah, it's it's a painful snapback. And the only remedy for it is to just go away completely. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I feel that 100%. Like it's just, you know, for me, I think I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I, I want to do stuff when I want to do stuff, you know, and, and I need that to be okay. Right. Like I need that to be okay in terms of my own ability to keep showing up. Right. And it's going to look different now than it did five years ago. And it's going to look different next year, probably than it looked, you know, however many years ago. And which is what I want for everybody too. Right. I want that for myself and I want that for everybody else to have that ability to ebb and flow as, as you're living through the stories, as you're identifying the stories, as you're documenting the stories. Well, I think you bring up a really good point. Like, as someone who owns a storytelling company, you can't just expect yourself to be a storytelling machine. No, and I've done that. I've totally done. I've done that. And it there there is a certain point where it's you can't do it anymore. You know, right, or or you can. Yeah, you can, but you are. It's at the mercy of other things, right? It would be the same. Right. It's the same as for any any people, any any person that is even over-involved in their own work, right? Like, right. You, can, you can easily find yourself waking up one day going, you know, I hate this and I don't want to do this anymore and this is killing me and whatever. And that's not, I don't feel like that's ever has been what happened to me. My, what happens to me is, or what has happened to me in the past is more of, more more of me like worrying about, if I'm not doing these things, then is everything okay, right? And in lots of, like, right, there's lots of different ways to approach it, not only just in my own financial health, but also just emotional health and the health of, of the memory keeping community too, you know, and what what is my role there? And which I keep trying to like downplay. <laughs> that's funny that you bring that up because that's something that I was thinking about and I have thought about. So you, Week in the Life, was something I read in a magazine and then looked up on the internet when I was in college mm -hmm. and working at a store. And ever since I've had a scrapbooking business, and even even before that, when like I was blogging, anytime it was, well, who who do you want to emulate? Who is the person that you are most interested in being like in the scrapbooking world. And it, it's always been Allie Edwards. It's, but the more that I've seen your business grow, the more that I've realized that, well, I'm right. I definitely picked the right person. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> <You're so> well, <laughs> when we were talking earlier about, about how you are a person who chooses sustainable projects, I realized, oh, okay, well, that's also what I've done. I have these projects that, they've, they're projects that have worked for me, and I've introduced to the memory keeping community, and mm -hmm. for some reason, they also like them. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You also really try to tell people to tell stories from their perspective. Yeah. And this is something that I've been attempting to bang the drum on for quite a while. Yeah. And another thing that I didn't realize up until now was that with my, uh, the projects that I've brought to the community, they all serve a different purpose. And when I was thinking about Week in the Life and how it's a words and photos project and how December Daily is definitely more crafty. Mm -hmm. And then I realized part of your sustainability 
is that all of your different projects, they're all storytelling projects, but they serve different purposes. Yeah, like it's not a it's not a repeat. One doesn't repeat the other one. Are there certain projects that serve you better in certain seasons of your life? 1000%. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk so when people sometimes people ask me like, you know, what's your favorite project, right? And I don't even feel like I have a favorite project. Like I just I I love I love and appreciate the entire body of work right? It is a body of work. Like if you come to my house, I have a body of work here, which I don't think about it that way. Most of the time, most of the time it's just like, Oh, I'm gonna make another project. Oh, tell some more stories. Yay. Stick it somewhere. Right. Um, but, but it's a body of work. And for me, like, I feel like that there's a certain point that I get to where maybe I'm just doing week in the life in December daily. Right. And that those two projects, sustain me in terms of feeling like I am telling the kinds of stories that I want to tell. But I also, you know, I mean, I, there's tons of different things that I like to do, but if I'm picking and choosing, like right now, I'm kind of like, I'm not really into any trap, my like travel projects. Like I'm not really into doing a travel project right now. So part of our goal within the company of having other people that we can pull from is for those times when I'm like, I don't feel like doing a travel project right now. Um, And then other people can do it because other people are really excited about it and other people are going to bring something else. And I'm like, I'm, it's going to be really boring. Um, It's, and it's not boring. Like I probably would love the project that I created in the end, but it's just, let's let somebody else do it. Like, let's have somebody else do it. Okay. We can life. Yep. I'm told I'm fully in for that one. Right. Fully in, fully in for story kits every month. Like I'm in for December daily. Yeah. And with travel, is it because of the last couple of years we've had? I don't think so because I have other projects. I still have travel. I have travel content from years ago, from some of the bigger trips that I've stayed, that I have taken over the years that I still haven't put into an album. I just think it's like, I just don't feel excited about it. And so, which is, you know, kind of that question. So if you, if you don't feel excited about it, then maybe this is not the right time to do it. And I fully like for myself, I know that there is an ebb and a flow. And so if I say no to doing travel this year, that doesn't mean that I would be saying no to travel next year, you know, cause well, next year I might have a whole other thought process of, of, you know, but I think it gets tricky for people when it's my name on the business. Right. And it's my name on the company. And then there's this expectation that I will do, you know, I will work with every product that we create and we're kind of past that point now. Like we have too much. Yeah. Uh, There's way too much. Yeah. For me to be able to do something with every single thing, but Mm -mm. yeah. And I, you know, so some of that is like, okay, this, am I putting that expectation on myself or is that actually expectation from other people or you know, I can read one comment on the internet and then I believe that that's everyone's expectation. I've been doing this for so long and I still, I still do that sometimes. I still read the comments. I I know. know. You're like, oh, bless you. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And we can't read the comments. (sighs) Don't read the comments. It's tricky. It's a tricky. You can't, you can't serve all the people if you want to make all the projects. It's a physical impossibility. Yeah. It's about the community and the projects. It's not about me and the projects that's where we're at. Well, and that's, that's the thing too, is that the community that you've built has really grown too. It's not just you and the community. Yes. You know, you and the project and the community. Now it's you and a bunch of other people doing a bunch of other things. Doing amazing things. Yes. Oh, now would be a really good time to say, I am going to be on the Allie Edwards Design Inc. account doing Instagram Lives for Week in the Life the week before Week in the Life. So come and listen to those. Whoop, whoop. Which is going to be awesome because it's going to bring a whole bunch of other perspectives to the project. Yeah, we're going to be doing all sorts of roundtables. It's going to be really great. Yeah. And lots of permission. Lots of permission to do things the way that works for you. Yes. 1,000%. We just need to keep saying it. See? I think nobody's listening to me anymore. That's why. <laughs> it's funny because they they hear you, but they're not internalizing it. That's interesting. Yes. So I'll just have to yell at them about it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Don't worry. It's allowed. 
Well, I think what I hope about that, you know, and I, and I know, I think you'll get this too, is that it's, it's like the ways that we can work perfectionism out of our creative life can then be applied to our regular life. It is so intertwined with all of the things. Yeah. How we feel about ourselves. How, yep. Yep. Mm. The way we Mm -hmm. look at the world. Yes. All of the things. And I mean, how could it not be? It's about our stories. Yep. Yeah. We have powerful stories that are part of ourselves that really take hold when we are trying to do the things that we want to do that maybe we haven't done before. Yeah. That made me, for some reason, that just made me think of one of the ways that I like to approach this project specifically too, is like from a, like a treasure hunting perspective. I, what that means to me is that like with my camera, what I try to do, and I'll just probably be taking mostly phone pictures anyway, is try to take different pictures. Right. And not, not necessarily different pictures than I've taken, you know, every other year or whatever, but maybe different than right now. I'm not in a habit of going around and taking pictures in the house. Right. I, you know, if something comes up, I'll take a picture or whatever, but this is way more of like, you know, looking around my house and being like, Oh, I haven't taken a picture of that corner before. Right. Or, Oh, what happens over in that space? Oh, this is something else. You know, this is a part of our everyday life. So I'm like treasure hunting for those kinds of things. And then, you know, playing with my camera in terms of changing my view through the lens of the camera, right? Maybe up high, down low, like just that's the treasure hunting. So I'm looking for that through photography, but I'm also looking for that in the stories that I'm telling. So what are the stories that I haven't told recently about all of these people in here? You know, you know, what's something about Audrey or what's something about Isaac or what's something about each one of these kids. And in my own life, like this year, this is the last time probably when everybody's going to be here. Right. So we have, I think it was in 20, 2016 McCurchers moved in. So four people moved into this house. And so everybody's been here every other week since then. And so in September, Isaac and Simon are going to be moving out. So Isaac's going to college and Simon's moving into an independent living place. And so it's going to be way different. So I also will be carrying that into the project with me this year, that knowledge, right? That knowledge that things will look different next year. The rooms will probably be switched around. Just this also you'll, you will appreciate this as I, um, was when I was flying back with Simon and and Elliot, Elliot's 15 year old also came with us. Um, when we were flying back, I was like getting a little emotional on the airplane because thinking about Simon moving out. Right. And this has been what we wanted for him. Like we have been advocating hard for this. Like, how do we help him have a, you know, as much of an independent life as he wants and all those things. And, you know, he, I, he's, he lives here week on, week off. So I'm already, I already have time where he's away. But now when I'm actually getting close to it and actually thinking about what it's going to be like when he's not here, like he is a light, you know, he is a major, major light. So kind of thinking, you know, that's, there's a lot, I got a lot of motion going into some of those those pieces of of the really basic things even like what what does he eat when he's here right what does he eat and what are the foods that we always buy because he's here that maybe we're not going to buy when he's not here every time treasure hunting yeah oh man treasure hunting that's fantastic yeah just it's just a little it's just a little thing right looking for just what are the where are the little treasures Treasures can be words and photos, or they can be random piece of paper, you know. Yeah, grocery list. Grocery list. That's a treasure. Yeah. Text message screenshot. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's like, what what do you encounter over the course of your day that I want to say delights, but it doesn't have it doesn't have to all be positive things either. It's just kind of like what makes you stop, right? Like what captures yeah. your attention? What do you, you know, whether it's something you see or something you hear or something you Right. What do you want to capture? Yeah. And then you don't have to do everything. Like that's the other, you know. I know we know that. You do not have to write down everything. You do not have to capture everything. You don't have to take every picture. But if you want to, you can, because this is the project to do it in. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the project, right? What like what does a Monday look like? Yeah. 
what is a month? What does a Monday look like? Like for us right now, uh, you know, depending on this, I think we have kids on the week when I'm doing it this year, some years that we don't, we haven't had kids here. So I've tried to, or, you know, for the majority of the week, but I think this time we do, but for us, it'll be like school will be out, uh, by then. So that will be different, right? It, there would be less early morning. It'll probably be like, nobody gets up until one o'clock besides me. I'll be the only one I'll be up at five and everybody else will be up it later but here here's something new we're getting a puppy so yeah this is a new thing coming in a couple weeks so this is also going to be a big adjustment anyway you know you get rid of a couple kids bring in some more things whatever it's yeah anyway plus minus yeah that'll be that'll be fun that'll be fun it'll be a thing for sure. It will it will definitely be stories. It'll be stories. It'll be stories. Things to capture. Things to capture. There you go. Yep. Yep. I also have to say, for those of you who have not heard it yet, go on to the it's the Ally Edwards Design Inc. Instagram account and listen to the interview that Ally had with me. I could not have written better interview questions myself if I came up with them. Thank you. Like no joke, <laughs> that was like the high, like the highest, highest, highest possible compliment. Like I mean, I'll, to- I'll totally I, thank you. I totally appreciate that. I'll I'll totally take that. I think I I did. I had a ton of questions for you, and then when I talked to Karen, when I did Karen Walren interview, then I like didn't even prepare any questions, and then um, it was still fine. But yes, thank you. That that will propel me in the future to craft my questions. Yeah, no, no, best. I couldn't even have possibly. That was a great like, conversation. Sent you. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. that was that was fantastic. All right, I would like to wrap this interview up with my currently list questions. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready. Allie, what are you currently watching? So we are there. Are a couple things. Can I mention a few things? Oh my god! Because of we like talking TV. So okay, so we've watched. We're watching Ozark. We are not to, I think we're on like the season before the last season. So that's something. Uh, we watched, we've also recently watched Winning Time. Did you watch that one about the LA Lakers? I haven't. Yeah, Do you like it? It's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Um, it was it was entertaining. I would, that's what I would say. I might've fallen asleep once or twice. So take that, you know, a little bit. Okay. Um, so the other thing though, that we are, we, so Aaron and I really like watching TV. So we definitely watch TV. Uh, the staircase, do you know about the staircase? Yeah. Okay. So we watched the documentary circuit, you know, like however, a, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And now we're watching the one with, um, what's his name? English Colin guy. Firth. Yeah. With Colin Firth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's, yeah. I, is that on your I've list? Heard- I've heard a lot about both of them and then like uh, people like shit talking the other one. Yeah. So I need to do both of them. Yeah. The, I, I couldn't remember most of the story. So it's been fun to watch this Mm, one mm -hmm. without remembering exactly what happens, but there's some intense anyway. So that's, we got all, you know, better call Saul is also on the list. I think we're waiting for that one to finish before we go back mm-hmm. and watch that yeah yeah then i'm like what are you watching <laughs> I don't... and obi-wan I... we're, of course we're watching oh that. yeah i need to get on that i need to really get on that i have the best thing that i've watched lately and it's so weird it is so weird is outer range on amazon prime it it's like if you took yellowstone mm-hmm. and twin peaks and Ooh. mashed them together okay it's with, uh, oh my God, uh, Josh Brolin. Yes. And uh, everyone, everyone, everyone is giving like 110%. And it is just so weird. Okay. It's it's weird. Well, to, like, Twin, the Twin Peaks, Yellowstone sound, like that's enough. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell Aaron that one sounds interesting. Um, we did go back. I don't remember if I told you this, but we did go back and watch Twin Peaks. Like we watched, I think we watched all of it within the last year. And that was really crazy to rewatch all that. Anyway, 
Yeah, he, that's the that's the weirdest. Also, Hacks. Hacks is really good. Yes. Okay. So we watched. So you and I should. We should, this is what we should do. Is we should have a whole thing about. <laughs> we should have our own television. We, we can have a media. We could have a, a TV thing. You know, because that's fun to listen to what other people are watching. Hacks. I loved the first season. We haven't watched the second season yet. The second season is better. Okay. Well, that's amazing. I know, right? Okay, I got one I more was... for you. Did you watch Russian Doll? Yes. Okay. That has a second season out. We haven't watched that yet. I did not love the second season as much as I loved okay. the first season. The first season. one I really liked too. Okay. Okay. I That's did good. too. Okay. Okay. I, yes. Okay. Okay. Keep this in the back of your mind. I think we should do like, yeah. Kristen okay. and Allie talk, t- talk TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you currently reading? Well, that's a good question. Okay. I am just starting a book that was from book of the month last month. Let me hold, please. I will look it up. Um, it's a, it is a mystery one, something. Let me see if I can find it. I just finished something, but then I can't even remember what I, what I I feel you, what I just finished. Like that's, that's kind of feel like with reading right now, I'm a little bit in this like weird space where obviously I still am reading stuff, but I just don't feel as excited, I guess. I have been that way for like the last six months. The only thing I read that I actually finished was uh, a romance novel for the Awesome Ladies Project Book Club. Okay, well, that sounds fun. See it was that. Dial A for Aunties. Oh, I, do I have that? I feel like I might have that. Was it good? It was over the top ridiculous. Okay. And I mean, it was like very, fun. the, the aunties are amazing. And like, the, it's a very, like, uh, it's a South Asian, Southern California, oh, subplot, yes. which is very funny. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So the one that I'm reading right now is breathless. I just started that. That's Amy McCullough. That's a thriller. That was from book of the month last month. I just finished one called Keeping Lucy that was for our my local book club. It was interesting. It was okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at on those right now. Awesome. What are you currently listening to? Politics podcasts. <laughs> nice. I'm listening to the daily every day. I'm listening to the NPR politics podcast. Um I'm always listening to Dave Matthews. That's always just, you know, a, an undercurrent of everything. But I will tell you, I want some, I want to look at, some, I want some credit. Kendrick Lamar. Have you listened to this new Kendrick Lamar? Oh my God. Amazing. It, I, I've never heard anything like that before. That's all I can say. So like, that's like Aaron and I, you know, sometimes we, when, when we have our hangout time, we have a big bathtub, we get in the bathtub play some music and that's what Elliot and Isaac are both really into Kendrick Lamar and so we listened to it and I couldn't believe it. I've never heard anything like that before it was amazing he, he is very he is incredibly gifted yeah it like was just yeah he is he is he is special yep that's exactly that's exactly yes so yeah yeah I need to listen to it again that was only that was like one listen through and I was just amazed at it yeah, yeah. Jeff is very on top of what's cool. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you need to listen to this right now. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also, uh, it's not, all of it is not out just yet, but the Broadway cast recording of A Strange Loop. Mm. A, A Strange Loop? Yes. Okay. It's about a a gay black usher who's writing a play about a gay black usher who's writing a play about a gay black usher. Oh my god. Who's an usher during the Lion King and oh the entire god. play takes place during the Lion King. Okay, that sounds amazing. During the intermission of the Lion King. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um and oh my god, the five songs that are on Spotify now are my everything. Okay, I'm to- I'm super into that. Yep. Uh, it's yes, that's that's just so there. Uh, what are you making? 
what am I making? What I really need to be making is some banana bread because we have tons of old bananas right now. Um, I am making, I'm looking around. What am I making right now? I'm kind of in between. Like I need to move into doing a little bit more week in the life prep stuff. So that's probably what I'm going to be making next. I'm also feeling a little inkling for some painting, but I haven't got there yet. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I feel that. How are you feeling? I feel pretty good, actually. Yeah, I feel pretty good right now. That weekend with Simon was like life-giving beyond what you could ever imagine. And uh, that feels pretty good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I think I this is a seasonal transition that I really look forward to, like the spring to summer. And so that part of it, it, it gets tricky for work because it's harder to sit here in the office, but it's just being able like to walk outside in the morning or walk outside after work time and, you know, putter around and water some stuff and see what's happening. Like that's great joy comes from that too. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, totally get that. Yeah. What are you planning? Hmm. What am I planning? I'm not, I'm not planning anything right now. Like I know we don't have any other trips scheduled for the rest of the year. Um, so there's no, no big other anything. We did get a camper van a couple of years ago, though, so last year. So we need to plan some specific trips in there. Like we keep thinking it's going to be cash. And then we've had sick kids just over and over again, like literally for months, there's not, not been a time when someone wasn't sick, not even COVID, but then some COVID and not co anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, other than that, I'm planning right now, I'm working on scrapbook kit paper designs for next year. So I feel like that's planning, planning. Ahead that's awesome. Bit. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I like it when I can, I like when I have like longer periods of time. So like this week, that's all been the, my main responsibility this week is working on that stuff. And so I like having, doing all of that at once. So like concentrated pattern design time and then move on to the next thing. Yeah. I understand that completely. Yeah. Finally, Allie, what are you currently loving? Mm. I am loving sparkling water. <laughs> That's like, nice. we drink that so much here. Um, and like you said, in the beginning, just the sunshine man, having the, having the sunshine, wearing shorts, you know, walking outside barefoot, being in the dirt, seeing what's like that. Definitely loving that. Definitely. Yep. I love that so much. I know you do. <laughs> you are amazing. You are amazing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I always love chatting with you. Friends, uh, we will be back next week with another Week in the Life Roundtable. It's going to be awesome. And we'll have another one the week after that. And then we'll have a whole bunch of really great conversations on the Allie Edwards Design Inc. Instagram account. So come and check us out. We're going to have lots more info about Week in the Life throughout the month. It's going to be fantastic. And thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week. Bye, guys.